Welcome to Motherhood in the Diaspora. My name is Paulette. I currently reside in the UK and I share my story coming to the UK while pregnant, everything motherhood, lifestyle and nursing. So I'm just going to share with you the culture shocks that I experienced when I arrived in the UK. And the first is the weather. We came in in October. When I tell you that the cold cuts through the clothes, it actually cuts through the clothes. I was cold and freezing. I was wondering how I'm going to survive while pregnant in this country. Unfortunately, the clothes that we have back home are not that good when it comes to the UK weather. So I had to buy winter clothes in here, which thankfully are quite affordable. Considering I had lived in the coastal region for about three years, when it came to here, it was like a shift and my body was not really appreciating the shift. <laughs> And the other seasons were quite okay, but the winter, mm -mm, it's not for me. The other one was the infrastructure. They have very nice interconnecting roads and trains, um, underground trains, the trams. It's, it's quite nice and enjoyable. How they've made most of the place to be wheelchair accessible is also quite commendable. How you can just book all your travels online and actually go to that place and find that bus or train waiting there as long as you're on time was quite good. The other thing that really shocked me was the shopping experience. So I went into a certain um, supermarket and I could not see people. It was empty. There were no shelves. And this supermarket is called Argos. And I was wondering, I thought this place online says that they have things to buy. Only for a certain lady to explain to me that it was a self-service supermarket where you buy things. And then you just go and pick them up. So there are no shelves. There is nothing that is being displayed. You just find computers on there. Make your order and go home. And it will follow you home. <laughs> the online shopping experience for me is quite enjoyable. Considering we also have addresses that are quite permanent. So things are delivered to your house. You can order them and make them be delivered how you want them. The date that you want them. That, that experience was quite commendable and quite good for me the major shock that i have not adjusted to to date is their financing i used to wonder how come every time i walked around everyone had an iphone and a car and is able to afford mortgages but it's because these people are so accustomed to debt and use of credit you could buy an iphone 14 just by depositing 30 pounds and paying 30 pounds for the next two years and that's how everyone has an iPhone in this country. I was wondering, how are you people able to buy £1,500 kind of phone every three months you're upgrading? It's just because most of the things that are being bought here, most of the shops prefer higher purchase. While at home, you're used to cash. If you want an iPhone, you take your millions, go with cash and buy it. Here, you can just have your £30, which is about 4,500 Kenyan shillings. And you go and deposit it in an iPhone shop or whichever shop that is selling it. And then you are going to enter a contract with that shop that you're going to pay a certain amount for the next couple of years to offset the debt that is remaining. And if you in between you want to upgrade, you just bring in the phone and take the next iPhone 14 or iPhone 20 or iPhone 40 and adjust your debt that you're going to pay for the next months. That applies even to cars. It applies to most of the luxury things. People go out to vacations while using their credit cards and then they come back and pay it slowly they use a credit score and a credit system 
which to some extent is quite good because you're not able to spend all your savings on one thing but on the other thing it's not that good for us who do not have a solid credit score you would not be able to purchase most of these things in the country until you're able to get your credit score up to a certain point and prove to them that you can be trusted to start buying things on credit the other thing that was shocking to me were the dogs everyone has a dog and i remember we were joking with my partner that when we are at home and we are looking at all these movies some people will say mm, i'd like to own a dog because they look quite good and the american or the european people seem to have these dogs and it looks quite poshy but the truth of the matter is it's quite expensive and some people prefer to just have dogs rather than having kids because kids are damn expensive <laughs> we have german shepherds at home that are put out to catch thieves literally but in here you find someone with a german shepherd in the house they even have insurances for the dogs and they have to go for grooming and they have doctors my friend <laughs> hey you have to love yourself and get yourself a life insurance if you have a dog that has a life insurance if you do not have life insurance how do you expect to live and you are human <laughs> another shocking thing that i've shared in a previous video is how expensive childcare is at home I was able to afford two nannies in theory. I was able to afford two nannies who would be live in. In here, I can't even afford one nanny because it would cost us an arm, a leg, and my partner's head. When it comes to paying live in nannies, I don't understand why they're that expensive, but they are professionals, so they have to be paid like professionals okay the healthcare system is very different where you have to book in you have to book an appointment to see a doctor you have to register yourself you have to wait for months to see a doctor um you can't buy some drugs that are normally over the counter from home you can't buy them here so we pay for it on a monthly basis when you have serious issues let's say cancer dialysis all of those you're able to walk into a hospital and get those services without anyone asking you for a penny, which I think is quite good. Compare comparing that to at home, when you have some certain chronic conditions, it's going to be quite expensive for you. And even if it's covered by the national insurance, it's a little bit expensive. That has just been my experience and the different culture shocks. If you have any culture shock that you have experienced from any part of this world, just comment in the comment section and we are going to meet in the next episode. Thank you for watching. Remember to subscribe. We are now on the road to a thousand subscribers. So make sure you subscribe. Thank you for watching and let's meet in the next video.